0: Welcome to Design Diary, the podcast where you get to look inside my board game design notebook as well as what's going on inside my head. You look at a new word each day from the sense of mechanics, tone, theme, or inspiration for a full game. Today's word is... Quail. To give way, falter. To recoil in dread or terror, cower. So to me, this brought one thing to mine, and it's, I wrote, picking teams the game. And the idea of it is that when you are that last one picked, it's absolutely, absolutely dreadful. And you're just waiting and waiting and waiting. And it has no effect on the actual team once, once the team's formed because then you're all one, but it does have an impact on you personally and probably how you're, how you feel towards others immediately after forming the team. So in the early parts of being the team, you almost start with a disadvantage. Um, and maybe the team might treat you a little bit differently, but I feel like there's a really interesting dynamic in the dread up until you get picked. And then the, the sort of the the recharge after that, the time that it takes you to get back to normal and get and to overcome that. So going extremely literal, unlike what I would normally do, wink, picking teams the game. I want to see the full game be about the assembly of the teams. And the and the pleading to be chosen and the sharing of skills. And I didn't get into the sharing of skills in my notes, but it's definitely something I want to get back into, so maybe maybe I'll talk about it here. Uh, But you all start out as individuals. Over the course of the game, you're going to form teams. Players, uh, there's going to be a team captain. So I I imagine this as, like, many players. Now, let's say 12, like a 12-player game. And then maybe if there's less than that, it's filled in with just NPCs somehow because I wanted to play less than that as well. (laughs) Not that this is a real game. It's just an exercise, but, um, but what you can do on your turn is, uh, plead for yourself, uh, to be chosen. And once you're on a team, you can champion for someone else. Um, so that's how it's going to work. One person never gets to plead for themselves. They're, or I guess one person never, yeah, they never get to plead for themselves because they're the team team captain. They start out with the with the choosing. Uh, they start to start out being the the person who does the picking. So it's sort of like werewolf in a way that we are all sort of formulating these teams over the course of the game. But one, I wanted to be more structured in that every round one person gets picked. Everyone who didn't get picked, they're quail level raises one they're more stressed out um more nerved out and then uh the other way is that it's open and it's it's an even split so at the end of the game it's it's going to be half and half assuming it's an even number of players if not one person one team will have one extra person uh who is literally the last one picked and maybe that's it is that it Always has um, that one. It's an odd number. And it always has somebody who is the last one picked. Um, Which is absolutely dreadful. And will convey the feeling of Quail just in playing the game. Um, Which sounds like it's it's terrible and, and unfun. But I love to... You know, extract something out of that and see what, you know, see what's interesting there. I mean, unfun and interesting aren't always equal. So I said, now where does the dread from getting last getting last picked come in? If it's an odd number of people and you're the only one who doesn't get picked, that's absolutely dreadful. But otherwise, it's it needs to be some sort of, like, meter. Every turn that you don't get picked, your dread goes up. Um, it's not good as it makes your actions look worse, um, worse and worse as you go on. So there could be something tactical in it. You know, we know this player is, you know, very manipulative and has a lot of influence. So we don't want them to be picked, uh, on the other team early. So we want their dread to come up. We want more people to be more appealing than them. But at the same time, we won't want them to be on the same team as us because of, you know, how things will how things will interact later. So, and speaking of the later, at the end when teams are formed, now what? So we could have some sort of like, you know, AI based determination of who won. I don't know that that's always fun. I think that's interesting, but it's not always interesting um you could score it's basically the team assembly is your set collection and then every player on the team can score for every other player on the team looking at like uh, connections and things like that you can also look at what i call the quail factor which is once you're chosen you sort of find a spot in let's just say it's a you know the cards are being placed from top to bottom. The top is your captain and then everybody else in order after that. So the last one uh, may only score for, you know, someone of their, their level at the same, you know, height mark in this, the same spot in this um, vertical line that we're making. But somebody above them will score for everybody below them on their team. So there's something interesting in that where you're almost making like a, column of you know in like a solitaire where instead of going from you know king queen jack down or whatever it is no it's actually ace up um it's you can place anything in any order but the top one is going to score for everything below it the second one is going to score for everything below it so i feel like that scoring is where you get that quail factor in that last one which is the last player in is only scoring for one other person Um, it's weird like it's very weird because does that mean they lost just because I'm picked last do I lost just because I'm picked first do I lose I don't think so I think the team is going to win or lose Um, but it's based on that so you as an individual have that dread but then at the end you can still win if you're on the right team which makes sense and I think that's how things work Generally, you may not recover from that dread, but um you have some joy in that you won. So there's something interesting in that. And the you, we should state, and just to make everybody feel better about this um horrible game that I'm designing, is the character that you're playing. So uh to start the game, it's not just you come in and it's me, Jason Tagmire, and I'm gonna get picked blast you have a character and maybe you get some attributes and maybe you collect some things and gather up some things at the beginning of the game so that now we have something to base this on and how you behave with other people and how things will fire off once you're picked third versus when you're picked seventh and it's also kind of like a making a big long combo um but yeah that's it that's what i have for quail uh I hope you have something better. Uh, <laughs> uh, I don't know if that's everyone's first thought—is you know, picking teams, the game. But uh, my daughter was just in a musical, and yesterday was her um, the 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 um, auditions, and then they get their roles the next day, and it was—it's sort of the same thing. So oh, there goes my phone. Uh, instead of making it about sports and and picking teams like that it could be about assembling a cast. The only difference is that you generally assemble one cast and not two that would compete against each other. Uh unless it's like you know like rival towns doing the same musical, which is a more interesting theme to me than like we're playing soccer and let's switch into you know splitting into teams. So there you go. That's all I got. Uh I hope you have something I hope you're having a good day and we'll be back again tomorrow, me and Rob Kramer. And uh, we'll see you then. Bye.